This episode is sponsored by MissionAware.com. What was that? What? Like your voice. My voice is cracking. We want to do. All right. This episode is sponsored by MissionAware without the crackly voice. Dot com. Head on over to missionaware.com slash docadevo. You can grab yourself some great reformed biblical gear. Use a promo code docadevo. Save $10 off all orders, $50 and up. And every time you order something from missionaware, someone becomes a Calvinist. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor who is freezing his feet off at Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. All right, it's getting cold out here now. It's starting to get cold. All right, we're out here recording a few episodes. Yep. We started out, the sun was shining. Oh, we're so s- nice. We're sitting on the porch at the church, we're smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Diet Coke, and um, it's nice, but now the sun is down, and it's, I'm getting chilly. Chilly Willy, it's my, cold. My, hand, my hands are cold, my feet are cold, and my nose is cold. I'll probably start sniffling here. Oh, sniffle, sniffles. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm going to, after this, I'll take the kids home after youth group. And um, my wife's going to go to bed early. She just got back from preaching at a women's conference in Washington. Seattle, yep. Yep. Well, I don't know if it was technically in Seattle because she went way out into the wilderness. Oh, okay. Like some cool, like, like way out into the wilderness? Like what do you mean? Way, like, like, way like out. Forests and mountains and stuff. Everything is forests and mountains out there. So when Not you say in downtown Seattle. Yeah, okay, but when you say way out, you mean 30 minutes out? Longer. 40 minutes out? I don't know, but I think it was like an hour plus. An hour plus out? Yeah. So like four hours out? Well, and it's something over an hour. It could have been 10 hours. I don't know. Maybe it was an hour and 10, hour and 10 minutes. I don't know. I'm All just right. saying she was way out there. All right, way out there. Okay. Yeah, way out there. You're way out there. No, what? I'm just saying. So yeah, she's going to go way. to bed early, and I'm going to stay up late and- Watch uh, videos and smoke in your garage. Don't, don't, get, maybe I mix it up sometimes. Oh, okay, what are you going to do? I'm going to watch some videos and uh, smoke a cigar. <laughs> too. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm going to go home and just hang out with the family. Yep. And you're yep, going to go to bed at like 9.30? Uh, probably 9. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I, I, I stay up till like midnight most nights. But, and Jen's like, why are you coming to bed earlier? I'm like, eh, you know. Uh, she was gone, and I was so tired taking care of the kids. I was asleep before 10 both nights. <laughs> oh, so kids, you were kids, at Jimmy time. I was, those kids wore me out. Yeah, I, I, got, I have to. Oh, my goodness. I go to bed at around 9, 8.45. I got, well, you've seen it. Joe knows yeah. my phone starts an alarm. Yeah. It's got like a... Oh, we're hanging out. It'll be like 8.30, and his phone will go, if you go to sleep right now, you'll get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's my, uh, it's my bedtime alarm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It plays a little lullaby for him. It's nice. It, oh, it does. <laughs> I do, can't do. Even. All right, so what are we talking about tonight? Uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about the Covenant of Works. Oh. We kind of touched on this, though, already, right? We touched right. on this uh, when we discussed... Uh, 1689 federalism. Yeah, and uh, the covenant of works is 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 hotly debated. A lot of people hate this idea. They don't see it in Genesis, um, but uh, but we do, and uh, covenant theologians do. Uh, I I th- I think there's incontrovertible incontrovertible evidence. Yep, uh, yep. For this covenant being a reality. What's up, Pat? Pastor Pat. Pastor Pat just showed up. Oh, Pastor be... Pat's coming over. He's coming over. So, um, you know, Pastor Pat used to teach the youth all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and even though he had a, he has a lot of responsibilities here, but he was able to raise a up a lot of responsibilities. Jake Schmanke. Now Jake yeah. is the guy that does the youth group, and then Pat shows up at the end to pick up his kid. That's What's up, good. buddy? What's up, baby? We're just re- recording. Yeah. yeah, it's it's illegal to smoke inside. Yeah, <laughs> it's frowned it's frowned upon <laughs> by it's the law. Upon. And, and Pastor Brian. <laughs> What, what do you got there? What do you got there in the, in the back? The pipe show oh, Pat oh, went to the pipe yeah. show. Here we go. Pat, yeah, what do you Pat's going to show us. All right. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Thank you, Pat. Two four-inch wood matches. I'll take those. I thought we were sharing. Oh, oh no, I'll share with, I'll that's one. a nice bowl. Look at that. That is a giant pipe, man. Look yeah, at that thing. Yeah, yeah, buddy. That's a more. Da- oh, it's got the Cubs logo <laughs> on it. <laughs> and the colors. You're so nerdy. <laughs> that's not nerdy. That's great, dude. Good job. Well, it's yeah. a good nerdy. Wow. All right. So there's this big pipe show right in town here. And yeah. so Pastor Pat spent uh, all day money. yesterday? No, I wanted to go yesterday. I didn't get, didn't get out yesterday. So oh, you went today? Yeah, I did go all today. Right. And then. You got some five, t- pipe five, tobacco? Five of different kind of tobacco, all for five bucks. Ooh. That's good. Yep. Pat is a happy man. Very happy. Happy, happy, happy. Now, you, you can smoke that in the church, right? Because it's pipe tobacco. No, it's still. No, no but it smells not. good. Everybody likes no, smoke. I know. Pipe no tobacco. one. Yeah. No, no, no. no. No, is it, no. Is it true? What? Is it true that Jen would let you smoke a pipe in the house? I could smoke a pipe in the house every day. Jen wouldn't complain a bit. And yet you don't? No. Yeah, no. I don't want to smoke a pipe, man. I want to smoke a cigar. Okay. Yeah. It's only because his wife told him. I know. His wife's trying to tell no! him what to do. With- yeah, no. see? That you just said I know. That. <laughs> that ain't it. Freudian slip. <laughs> no, it's not. You guys are crazy. We got him. We got him. All so, right. yeah, we're going to be talking about the covenant of works tonight. That's right. Carrying on, we already discussed uh, 1689 Federalism. We touched on the Covenant of Works. We talked more about the Covenant of Grace, but now we're going to expound on this. Right. We want to get into this whole Genesis 1, 2, and 3. See you, Pat. See you, Pat. And uh, and get into this. So um, basic question is, um, is there a covenantal relationship between God and man before the fall? Um, covenant... Theologians see it like we we recognize yeah, it. Um, yeah. Others don't. Why why do people not like the idea that there's a covenantal relationship? Uh, well, well, their big objection is that the the word covenant is is not in scripture right. or not it not there in Genesis. Right. It's, it's not there. That word isn't used in so, creation. I should say. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, I get it. It's not. Yeah, it's not used right there in Genesis one, two, three, three. Yeah. Um. But but I've, I've, clearly we know just because a word isn't used doesn't mean the idea isn't there. Jesus, like Trinity. <laughs> like Jesus never talked about grace. He doesn't use the word grace. But others do. Yeah, but Jesus didn't. That's what I'm saying. It's like so in Genesis, the, the word covenant isn't used. But it doesn't mean it's not there. Grace was in Jesus' teaching, though he didn't use the word grace. All right, all right. So you're saying that the, the principle still applies despite the word not being used itself. Ab- absolutely. So... Um, in fact, uh, let me give you a definition. Richard Barcellus, the great right reverend oh. Richard Barcellus, has this awesome little Richie book. P, Richie B. Richie B. Richie B. Now, Richie B's book, uh, it's it's a little book. It's uh, it's like 120 pages maybe. Um, and still longer than your booklet. It, it's uh, it's definitely better. Um, it's a book called The Covenant of Works. It's confessional and scriptural basis. And he's got a bigger book coming out on The Covenant of Works and the Sabbath that you're going to want to get. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Richie B, why didn't you let me know? We were just... Oh. No, I read it. I can send it to you. I got a copy right here. No, you can't do that. He, I gotta, he I gotta, mind. No, I got to ask him. That's just... All right, so... Um, I'll send it to you right now. All right, thanks, dude. All right. Um, and this is this is a part of the... <laughs> this is a part of the series, Recovering Our Confessional Heritage, put out by RBAP. Yep, great Reformed series. Baptist Academic Press. So, in this book, um, on page 67, 
Uh, Richie B. says this, Our working definition of the covenant of works is as follows. That divinely sanctioned commitment or relationship God imposed upon Adam, who was a sinless representative of mankind, or a public person, an image-bearing son of God, conditioned upon his obedience with a penalty for disobedience, all for the bettering of man's state. Here we have the following. All right, somebody's car alarm's going off. <laughs> That's not mine. All right. All right is that, should I just keep reading? Yeah, keep reading. Right, right. That's the way it goes. I ain't going to wait for him. Here we have the following. One, sovereign divine imposition. Two, representation by Adam, i.e. federal or covenantal headship, a sinless image-bearing son of God. Three, a conditional element, i.e. obedience. Four, a penalty for disobedience, i.e. death. And five, a promise of reward, i.e. eschatological potential or betterment. So that's his technical uh, definition of the covenant of mm -hmm, works. Mm -hmm. So let's just break it down. What is happening in Genesis when God creates Adam? Well, the very first thing we recognize, and everybody sees this, that Adam and Eve are created in God's image. Yep. Adam as our representative head, which we see throughout Scripture, especially in Romans 5. Um, he is created imago Dei. He reflects God, and um, he stands in our place. Well, next, I mean, you see that he's given commands, right? There's commands and there's stipulations, right? He's to he's to work the ground, right? right? He's to name the animals. Mm -hmm. um, there are rules. You, you can eat this, don't eat that, right? Right, and then there's and, and to procreate, right? Right, he procreates, and he's he's supposed to exercise dominion yep, over there's authority. There's rule, right? So. Um, Clearly, there are stipulations, and there's also a, a prohibition, right? You do, like you mentioned, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So we've got things you can do, things you can't do. But then there's also then part of that that covenant is there's consequences for breaking it. There's consequences for disobedience, and and that's co that consequence is, is death. Right. You will surely die. Absolutely. And there are also consequences for obedience. Now. Um, Let's, if we just go to Genesis 3. Now, I think you guys can all see that. And when we say that there are consequences of obedience, like, what are you talking about? What what would have happened, theoretically, if Adam would have obeyed, if Adam and Eve would not mm -hmm. have sinned? Mm -hmm. Well, in, in the midst of, of judgment happening, coming down upon humanity and Adam and Eve in particular, Genesis chapter 3, verse 22. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed a cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Now the tree of life is also mentioned in Genesis 2. It's also mentioned later on in the book of Revelation. So what we see here is that Adam would... Would he have obeyed mm. and, and kept this covenantal relationship? In time, he would have been admitted to eat of the tree of life, and he and his posterity would live on forever. But he's, what we see here that, no, 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 he's going to be expelled from the garden. He does not get to eat of that because he has disobeyed the commands of God. So that's the, that's the consequence of, of, of obedience. Of, of obedience. There, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that, you know, there, the, the consequences... Are, are significant, and the, the consequence of obedience 
pushed us to looking towards the future, right? There's this this sort of eternal life idea. Yeah, and yeah. that is what Christ brings back to us in the covenant of grace or in the new covenant, eternal life for those who now know God and are reconciled to God, not based on their obedience, but on his obedience. And so, I mean, we going back to kind of the uh, the original question of, you know, do we see a covenant here? I think the answer is yes. All right? the elements of a covenant All are present. All the elements of a covenant are there, and it, and it kind of continues on. We read it later on. You think of Isaiah 24. All right, before we do that, okay, because you're right, This we, Scripture specifically backs up what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll tease that. We'll, you'll tease that. I'm squeezing, okay, I'm okay. teasing it right now? I'm going to tease mine. Hosea. Okay, Hosea. Isaiah and Hosea. All right, Isaiah and Hosea. Isaiah and Hosea. Yeah, that would yeah. be good names for brothers. Isaiah and Hosea. All right, so... Um, are you having twins? No, we're done. We have okay. four. Four, we're... we're Quiver's full, ain't no room. So, um, it's Father's Day's coming up, mm. and and but let me just say this: even if you're not a dad, uh, even if even if you just want something really special for yourself, maybe you want to give a gift for somebody that you know. Maybe it's for your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or maybe for your kids. Uh, maybe it's for your favorite, your, your teacher, or maybe your, your pastor. You want to get your oh, pastor that, a gift. I didn't even think about that. Right? I'm not getting it for you, but you, other pastors. You guys can go give it Pastor Pat. He deserves it. I don't. Yeah, he does. Um, he's, he's, he's fulfilling his covenant. Oh, uh, he's, he, he's the MVP. So you go to missionaware.com slash Doc and Devo. Now, you can just go to missionaware.com, but if you go to missionaware.com slash Doc and Devo, they'll know that you're coming from us and from our podcast. And yep. then when you're there ordering T-shirts and journals and mugs and glasses and, and all that kind of stuff, then you can enter a promo code Doc and Devo, and you'll get $10 off of any purchase of $50 or more. So... Don't go in there and spend thirty bucks. Don't go in there and spend forty bucks. Go in there and spend fifty bucks, but you'll then you'll only wind up paying forty. It's yeah. a really good deal. That's, that's really good. Plus, it's almost half off. It's not half it's, off. I said it's Stop almost. It. It's half not off. even almost. It's half close. Off. No, it's not. I'm not doing it's the math. It's a quarter off. It seems like it's a quarter. Let, more, a little more than that, actually. If, it, see, if it's yeah. fifty, yeah, yeah, it's fifty. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's not half. It's half. It's not. Half. So what we've got here is um, an opportunity for you to get some good stuff and to support. Um, a company that we believe in, that we really Absolutely. like. They're doing great stuff. They've got great designs. And Peter Voth has been doing a lot of design work for them, and it is all killer. So head on over to uh, missionalware.com slash docandevo. And make sure you follow them on social media. And then tell them uh, the Jofo sent you. Mm, mm, the Jofo sent you. So mm. they've need, been teased. I need, I need a drink of my They've been Diego. teased. It's time. I gotta drink some. My, my throat is all. All right. Well, weird. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I'll do right. mine first. So this is scripture that this speaks is scripture. directly to the issue of whether or not there was a covenant in the garden. Yes. So Isaiah 24 verses five to six says this. What does the, it say? It says this. Okay, go ahead and say it. Yeah. It says this. It says, the, what does it say? Stop it. <laughs> it says. Says this. The earth lies defiled under its inhabitants, for they have transgressed the laws, violated the statutes, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants suffer for their guilt. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are scorched, and few men are left. Okay. So this is important. Yeah. The earth is condemned. All the inhabitants of the earth are under a curse because the covenant was broken. Yep. Well, it, it broken can't... by one man. 
yet in which all we're all guilty. guilty, right? So it can't be the Abrahamic, can't be the Mosaic, can't nope. be the Davidic, because we're not just talking about Israel. We're, we're talking about the whole human Humanity. race is guilty before God for breaking the covenant. Well, what covenant are we talking about? Is this com- some covenant that we haven't read about in Scripture before? Well, uh, well, I'm saying we've read about it in Genesis. That is, yes, we did. I, we see it Genesis right there. Genesis 1-3. to three. Check out Hosea chapter 6, verse 7. Speaking of Israel, but like Adam, they transgressed the covenant. There they dealt faithlessly with me. So, like Adam, so we're talking about yeah, we're Israel, talking about back then. Yep, like Adam, Israel transgressed the covenant. So, what covenant did Israel transgress? Well, the Mosaic covenant. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's like Adam. What covenant did Adam transgress? The covenant of works. Maybe the covenant of works. Yeah, that, that it, it must be. This is what we see. And listen, this we we can't really make sense of Romans five. Oh, outside good. of this yep. understanding of the covenant of works. So I'll just go ahead and pop over to Romans 5. Romans. Oh, I didn't spell Romans. My fingers are so cold, I can't even type. Yeah, mine were just kind of frigid there. Romans as I was 5. Mm. All right. So. Internet's so slow. Here we go. Romans 5. So here we have, uh, beginning in verse 12, death in Adam, life in Christ. And so, and we'll, we'll end with this because I think this, this sets us up to, to have a pretty good grasp on, on, on how to begin thinking about yeah, I, I agree. the covenant of works. Romans 5.12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. Mm. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through the one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man Jesus Christ abounded for the many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. So we have this, this, this headship comparison. Yeah. In Adam, there was a covenantal relationship that he broke, and with him, we all sinned in some way, and the consequence of that is condemnation. Adam broke the covenant. There is another covenant, a covenant of grace, and it is built upon the obedience of Jesus Christ. And yeah. all who are in him are set free from the covenant made with Adam. And we are now joined to a covenant in which righteousness was performed perfectly. The stipulations uh, were carried out and Christ brought us access to the tree of life. We now live forever uh, as those who are reconciled to God. 
This is only a summary. It's our best way of yeah. summarizing the covenant of works. It's what to we... give you a taste to, to continue on, to be reading, to be grabbing these books, grabbing Barcelo's book, uh, Recovering Our Confessional Heritage, uh, the series, and the specific book here, The Covenant of Works. You've got to get that book. You've got to get it, read it. It, 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 it. I mean, it's you know, it's small. Yeah, it's only 100-something pages, but it's packed full of biblical truth that you know you'll be able to just kind of pour over and read and study and meditate and and really just chew on. I would say get get a few copies. They're not expensive. Get a few copies and read it with some friends and That's talk a good it idea. talk it out over coffee or whatever you like to drink, diet cokes or whatever. And take notes. Get into that thing. Go over to rbap.net to purchase that. RBAP.net, Reformed Baptist Academic Press. And while you're there, also pick up Recovering a Covenantal Heritage, um, authored by many different theologians. And there they're going to get into the covenant of works and the covenant of grace and everything in between. So um, two books you really want to get to have a better understanding of not just the covenant of grace, but Reformed Baptist covenant theology as well. Um, Also, though, 1689federalism.com. Always go to sixteen eighty. Always go there. The videos there are great. They're going to give good snapshots. Uh, just a quick, you know, primer. Just a quick overview. You know, uh, they're going to do it much better than than we've done on this podcast. Right. Um, but we just want to introduce these 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 biblical truths to you and encourage you to be searching them out more and study them more. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on to our website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. You can hit up our store and grab some great merchandise. Uh, you can head on over to iTunes, leave an honest five-star review. Make sure to hit up MissionAware.com slash Doc and Devo. Big thanks to Jeff for sponsoring the podcast today. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Articles on Wednesday. Later. Later. Later.